Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Hi, I'm Shan Vanderleek, award-winning podcaster and podcast coach at podcastbath.com. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Joni for her own podcast, Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. Joni partnered up with me many moons ago to dream up her popular podcast. And here we are, four years and 100 podcasts later, to discuss her awesome body of work. Hey, Joni. Woo! Hey, Shan. <laughs> Woo! I'm doing the happy dance. <laughs> no doubt. Congratulations. I can just really teleport myself back to our very first training session when you were still uncovering your voice <laughs> and how, uh, how much time, and, and it's gone by so quickly, of course, but to be where we are a hundred episodes later and to have the uh, benefit of listening to your body of work as, as you've been developing it because I produced your show. So it's fun for me to, <laughs> to be here and to be in this position and talk to you about this milestone and I'd love for you to share how your podcasting journey has changed the way you show up personally and professionally, because I've noticed a big change over the last four years, and I, I know that you must have. Well, it's, it's so interesting, because I, I think back even earlier to when I was listening to your podcast before I even dreamed up my own podcast, and, and I could feel kind of this passion rising in me and this desire to be a part of the conversation and at the same time having this, I'm going to say, like wet blanket of fear mm-hmm. and that whole piece about owning my voice, trusting my voice, sharing my voice and and the way that Stepping forward and saying, I want to throw my hat in the ring to be a part of this conversation, despite the fear, and to to work my way through the process, reflecting back on my episodes, I can really see my evolution and the evolution in our collective based on on those uh, guests that I had. And so... For me personally, I am showing up owning who I am unapologetically. (laughs) 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 Yes. And if you, you know, if you know anything about my story, you know, that's a big effing deal. Yes, it is. It is. And professionally, it's same thing. And it's, I feel like I have a unique perspective to help those women who 
I call them kind of the either reluctant leaders or those who, not that dissimilar to me, know there's something that they're meant to share, but they don't necessarily think of themselves or the world may not even see them as leaders in the world per se, but, but they have tremendous wisdom. Like I'm the champion for, for those women. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And you've had so many wonderful conversations over the years. You have just come into your own as an interviewer and you can really tell it's like a, a fireside chat. Uh, and, and, and it's just very real. And, and, you know, that's, that's important. It's very important to me as a listener for all of us, if, if we are going to take the stage to be as transparent as we can be and to show up where we're at. And you've done a beautiful job of that, of not Mm -hmm. trying to fill a persona, but to just show up as who you are and with whom you invite and to have a a conversation that can support many. And then of course your teaching podcasts as well, your your own mm-hmm. wisdom teachings that that come forth. I wonder, is mm-hmm. there a, a particular interview question that continues to come up for you with each conversation that you have that you love to ask? And if so, I'd I'd love to know why and of course what that is. Well, I don't always ask it in the way that I used to, but one of uh, one of the questions that I love to ask is to hear what my guests would tell their younger self, whatever version of that younger means, whether it's last week or you know, <laughs> quite a bit, quite a bit younger. And there's there's something about that vantage point of the wisdom we hold today and our capacity to really go back and I would say tend and mend the hearts of our younger selves, those wounded places within us or those are still uh I'm going to say choked by the the lies or the constraints that you know have been placed on us. Mm-hmm. So I I always love the wisdom. It's there is a, a purity and there is like a heart resonance that always comes through when someone answers that question. So I I love that. Yeah, I do too. And especially when you start to see the softening, how much softer we become, the the more we accept ourselves, the more we mm. step into that that space of of sovereignty and of understanding our value. You can be so, so much sweeter to your inner child, like you said, to the woman you were last week, to mm-hmm. whoever and wherever you are and how you show up. It's uh there's just this lovely, sweet, nurturing energy at least that's been my experience yeah um, where where before it would have been much more judgmental and harsh and insecure and trying to validate somebody or somebody else you know someone else <laughs> so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes i know that one mm-hmm. yes and i would also say that many times you know it's only through later reflection that we can see the parts of us that 
felt most judgmental towards were really, in a way, our greatest gifts or our greatest gems. So to be able to celebrate mm -hmm. the ways that perhaps we were different or didn't quite fit the mold. Yes. <laughs> the ways we made others uncomfortable, that, that, that those are really the most awesome parts of who we are. Yeah, they really, well, they absolutely are. Yes. And those blind spots uh, become a vision when you can see that picture. It's just such a blessing. It is. And, and to be able to fully inhabit that and to celebrate it and and I remember hearing you speak about, um, I think it's, it's safe to say, or you don't mind me saying, that you are a big presence and a big personality. Mm -hmm. And I remember you sharing in, in, on your podcast about how you got messaging around that, that that wasn't okay, but, mm. but you have come to own that and revel in it. And it's, <laughs> it's part of what, I appreciate about you and it's part of what makes you terrific at what you do. Oh, thank you very much. The excavation of, of that one in me, I'm so very, very grateful. She's unearthed now. And yeah, that when I hear the term motor mouth, it doesn't send me to uh, my third grade teacher in the corner <laughs> getting my knuckles cracked <laughs> with a ruler. <laughs> now I can yeah. humor in that. <laughs> and then also learn how to to have that much energy and and take up that much space without dwarfing the people that I share time with because you can have that big energy and you can fully be fully present in that without taking anything away from anyone else. Yes. It is that learning and I think that's true for most of our gifts that there is this uh, honing of them or this refining to bring them to their greatest ability to contribute but yes like you have you had a lot to say and you have a lot to say and we welcome that right <laughs> well, <I'm glad. laughs> thank you <laughs> my, my husband and daughter might feel differently some days but that's all right <laughs> uh, I'd love to know who were some of your favorite interviews with. I know that you love all of them and you've yes. had some fan fantastic, fascinating women uh, that you've shared time with, but I got to think that there's a few favorites that, that come forward for you. Yes. Well, it's interesting because one that comes to mind is a, a mentor of mine, Janet Evergreen, and her episode uh, was number 39. And I interviewed her at one of the most challenging times of my life. And I remember questioning whether it was right or not to do the interview. So, so as you're bringing up this idea of showing up, you know, as transparent or being real or authentic. Mm -hmm. I think that was a, a breakthrough interview for me to be so kind of broken, open and vulnerable. And also in my capacity to do the interview and to be with her, I, I wasn't a puddle on the floor, but there was the space of the both and. And sure. 
one of the pieces I still remember from her interview was her stating that the value of society or community or family holding the space for us as women to uh, go into retreat or sanctuary. Yeah. And her really being both a, a model of that. And it's, it's fascinating because she just came out of a three month silent retreat. Wow. Just days ago that she started before this whole COVID thing unfolded. I have been so plugged into her and tuned into her uh, throughout the course of these last three months. And, and her husband has been the one holding the space for her and two others to do this three month long silent retreat. And there's something about that, that to me feels so groundbreaking. And oh, so yeah. like, this is huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. The longest silent retreat I ever did was four days. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, and I thought that was a big deal. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a wonderful experience, but three months. Wow. 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 Yes. There's something about that. Just to know that there are women, there are beings in the world that are holding the space in a way for the rest of us through that kind of service Yeah, is, feels really meaningful and important. Um, so there are many interviews that, that have touched me deeply, but that was the one that just said, I need to share about that. Sure. Yes. You know, speaking of holding space and the way women are showing up right now, one of the things that I've noticed over the last two months is the so much generosity and the, and the willingness to hold circles and to do things uh, because there's this deep knowing of how much we need it and how much we need to be able to stay connected even if we are silent and to have a place mm -hmm. to rage to have a place mm -hmm. to cry to have a place to laugh uh, whatever it may be the the gamut of emotions have been really all over the place for most of the women that, that I've spoken with and I suspect it's been the same for you as well and how we have come together as a soul community it just seems like one woman after the next at, at least in the in the virtual circle and in my community has has come forward at times like almost exactly when I needed to hear whatever they had to say in that moment or whatever they mm. didn't say mm -hmm. uh, it's just been it's been really something and I'm grateful for it, for every bit of it. We have been in the pressure cooker and it's, it's bringing pieces to the surface, but it's, it's also like the diamond mm -hmm. that becomes a diamond <laughs> through the pressure. Right. Right. So it's that, yeah, it is that both the reaching out and the digging deep into resource that we didn't know we had in us and accessing support from around us as well seems so 
vital, but also natural in a way, as you said, as women have been coming forward and being, being present. I was sick for two weeks uh, at the start of the COVID crisis, and I, I wasn't certain if that's what it was. It was very atypical symptoms, but the whole passage for me was really about receptivity and allowing myself to open to receive whether it was healing or love or support or assistance in ways that I probably had never done before mm-hmm. because I, I don't get sick. That's not, you know, that's not right. my MO. Two of my dearest friends had symptoms and things going on right at the beginning as well. And my anxiety slayer partner, Ananga and her daughter both mm. had it and and have mm. healed and are on the other side of the experience. And, and my friend uh, Jennifer locally isn't a hundred percent sure. She wasn't tested, but, mm-hmm. uh, but is pretty sure that mm-hmm. she also went through the experience. And it's just, uh, I, one of the things that, that came up for me and is I felt very prepared for this. Mm-hmm. In a way that, um, and I don't mean that in, oh, I have my shit together. I'm so prepared. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, the herbs that I already have on hand, the mm. essential oils that I already have on hand, my yes. practices that I already take you know, part in, all of the, everything I needed was right here. Yes. And, and I was so freaking grateful for that, Joni, because it was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been harvesting this and I've been making this tincture and I've been doing these things. This is just my way. Mm. And now I have these things and I can help my neighbors and I can help my family and Mm. at least offer supportive tonics and and things as as well as just having a fire and safe distancing with our neighbor, you know, and the, the, the ways that we talk over the fence and support each other in the ways that we show up as neighbors, which we live in a, in a very small community and are very blessed to have that old school mm. neighbor connection with every home, like directly around us in, in a circle. Uh, we wow. pretty much know everyone and we're not in each other's business all the time, but we all, <laughs> we all know each other and like each other and on occasion get together and checking in, just checking in. And what do you need? And how can I be of service? And knowing and having what somebody else needs, and them having something that you might need, and it's been it's been pretty awesome in that regard. Yes, and what strikes me is is that idea of a that it's all right here that you had it, and b that your we'll say your younger self or your past self mm-hmm. was was putting up the preparations for you that you would need for this time. And, yeah. and for me, that is, that is the essence of sacred feminine flow. It's, it's, it's that there is both the inner wisdom, which is operating many times just out of our conscious awareness that right. has us have the instinct to do this or the, the thought, oh, well, I'm going to take care of that. And the external, like the external or the, the larger sacred feminine flow, which is the flow of 
resources and well-being and grace and right timing mm. of the person you need is right there at the right yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So much synchronicity, so much. Yes. You know, when I think of that, when I think of sacred feminine flow, I, I do. I, and of course, that was going to be a question that I was asked, going to ask you is, is what, what does that mean to you? Because I know what it meant to you four years ago, and I, and I know that it's become an even richer version of itself since yes. then. But uh, that, oh my gosh, I mean, I just think of, you know, I've been collecting spring water for eight years, seven or wow. eight years, and we have, a, we have a spring on our land. Um, mm. And then we have a favorite spring that's not in our land. Anyway, just to constantly have spring water, you know, mm. <laughs> and uh, living water. And mm -hmm. just, just, the, just anyway, <laughs> like, okay, this is so cool. To it's be able baffling. To, it is baffling <laughs> the, to have Lake Michigan nearby, to have the spring water, to have the, the herbs that just show up in the wild that I need exactly when I need them. The motherwort that showed up for a number of years that said, okay, I'm here. Are you going to make some tincture? Are you going to do, hey, have you looked into motherwort? Boy, it might be something that would be really good for you right now. Or, oh, the next thing, oh, well, how did that wild comfrey get in my yard? Thank you to the birds or whatever that put it there. Right. I could go on and on and on about these synchronicities and this flow and, and just allowing for it and being open to it and knowing that that if we allow ourselves to be still and, and invited in, it's it's going to show up. It is easy to miss. Uh, mm -hmm. it, but that allowing piece is so, 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 so big. It is the allowing and also I would say the trust. Oh yes. Because the just being predisposed to the assumption <laughs> that it will be there, you know, which yes. is the trust. The trust, which is such a big, big, big part in all of our journeys, is that trust yes. piece for each and Huge. every one of us. Huge. I remember yes. many years ago being in conversation and saying something like, I don't trust anyone. And being like really mm. proud of that. Like, I don't trust anyone. Mm. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I trust myself. And, uh, and I can, and I can say that now and giggle and, and whatever, because I, I know that that was a, a form of, of insecurity and I protecting myself. And, and it was also from being betrayed and all of the things that, you know, the things right. that, that happened yes. in our lives or whatever. And now uh, that, position on trust has changed so very much. And I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful to be coming much more from a trusting place than I ever have been before. And that's not to say that it's an everyday thing because I mean, there are still things that come up. And, and I think to a degree that are good, that I don't just completely drop all boundaries and let everything in and and, right. You know, be, discernment. Yes. Discernment. Huge. Discernment and trust need to go hand in hand. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Oh, man. Uh, so you have a number of really cool things coming up that we ought to talk about today. You have, of course, your podcast promotion and celebration of the 100 episodes. I know you've got some trust talks coming and some yes. giveaways and I think yes. you even have a new ebook. So let you like tell us all about all of these 
wonderful mm. things that you've been dreaming up. Well, speaking of trust, yes. So for the, the final two weeks of June, each day I'm going to release a new episode of Trust Talks, which is bringing together some of my old guests and a couple of my future guests to just speak to trust and the issue of trust in their lives and in their journey. And particularly because we are at this crossroads collectively and all that that's stirring up for each of us individually, I do believe that faith and trust is central to mm. how do we move forward. And so to really immerse ourselves in that question and and just see what gets broken free, what gets yeah. uh, through that. So I'm so delighted to have uh, some of my former guests joining me. They, they came forward gladly. And a number of them are also sharing some, they have amazing gifts that they want to share. Cool. That we are, we are going to be raffling off as we help spread the word even further about trust your sacred feminine flow. And so if you join us, you can, you can follow me on Instagram is one way to do it or on Facebook, uh, both at Joni Advent Maher. I have a dear friend who has uh, Egyptian oil set. It's a set of eight Egyptian oils. They are her formula of bloom essential oils oh, that, that she works with an alchemist in Egypt. She's been to Egypt uh, three times now and someone from an ancient lineage. And, and these are oils that connect with each of the main seven chakras. Mm. So we have those. We have a beautiful bracelet from the Awaken collection that my dear friend Kira Polson donated. We have some amazing books. Uh, Lucy Pierce is donating a copy of Burning Woman. Nice. Which, yes. And... Um, some other books and lots of sessions. So, so there are just incredible gifts that are still pouring in. That's so cool. Good for you. Yes. And what a I, way, you know, what a way to, to celebrate, celebrate and give back to your listeners and your community and, and to also bring forward these women who have made such a, such a difference and to reintroduce them to some of your newer people in your community and, and listeners. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yes. And I, I feel like one of my great passions, and it's part of why I love doing my podcast is, I'm going to say being in the river, like standing in the river and what's coming through to get to share it. So, you yeah. know, the, the prosperity that's coming through to be able to share it generously with my listeners and with the, the women of the world is is when I'm in like the most joy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And you're also developing a, a new ebook at the same time. Yes, yes. It's so funny. I had this download at the beginning of the year that it was like, it's, it's time to create a book. It's time to write a book. And I love it. It's called The Radiance Equation, mm. The Visionary's Guide to coming out of hiding, 
owning your wisdom and creating your greatest impact. That's awesome. Yes, it, it is my, it is really my love letter to all of us. It is my love letter about really owning, owning who you are and the brilliance of who you are. And it, it came together so in a way easily and it, it, it really is like divine downloads coming mm. through, through me. So it's, it's less me writing it and more me being the conduit. Sure. So I'm super excited and women can access it actually for free. I'm giving it away for free right now at the radianceequation.com. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Congratulations so much Yay. to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, before we close out today, uh, what message would you like to leave all of your lovely listeners with? Well, certainly, I love you. And I'm so honored and grateful to have you be a part of my journey. And also to say, my deepest prayer for you is that you can know that you can see and accept and allow and embrace the brilliance of who you are just as you are without needing to change, improve, fix, just, just as you are in this moment no matter how together or messy you happen to be. (laughs) Right on. Yes. And of course, to always trust. Yes. What your heart knows. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Always trust what your heart knows. Right. And it's back to the trust. Yes. And your heart does know. Thank you so much. I'm Really, really flattered that I had the opportunity to interview you for your own show. And I, mm. I look forward to the next hundred podcasts of Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm yes. great, grateful to be in partnership with you and producing and, and supporting you on your journey. And thank you so much for all that you do and mm. all that you are. My pleasure. And thank you. I'm doing the deep bow. Thank you for all of your support over these years and your your wisdom and being just a champion for all of us getting our voices out that's that is part of what you are leading the charge and i so appreciate it Mm, my pleasure thanks for listening to trust your sacred feminine flow if you enjoyed this episode Please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.